and welcome to Roaring Hearts Blog the Podcast. My name is Matt Davenport and my wife Nancy and I are the founders and directors of Roaring Hearts Revival Ministries. These miniature podcasts are based on the blogs that we produce on our website rhrministries.org. Feel free to contact us and let us know if anything speaks to you. You can also access free Christian literature to help you in your walk with Jesus through our website. And now today's blog to podcast. Greater is he. In my greatest disrespect toward the enemy, his name is not capitalized anywhere within this article on purpose. Start this by understanding this verse first. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. 1 John 4 4. The devil walked into the throne room where God was talking with his angels. God looked up at him. Well, hello there, slew foot. God, the devil glanced at him, nodding ever so slightly. He avoided God's eyes. The shame and guilt of his actions always kept Lucifer from standing in a place of strength, especially before the Creator. So what have you been up to lately, God asked. Just hanging out on earth, you know, not much, he answered. God smiled slightly, his disdain for Satan obvious. He loved to prove in the genuine weakness of the beast. So, have you noticed Job? He's faithful and good. Yes, I am aware of him, but like all your servants, you protect him, the devil responded. Of course I do. (laughs) They are mine, and I have no use for your foolish attacks on them, God smiled. Unless... It will grow and benefit them. So why do you bring him up then? The devil asked. Because I have a long-term plan for him, God answered. He is going to teach millions about my faithfulness as well as perseverance and strength. He leaned towards the devil, and I am going to use you to do that. Right, God, the devil laughed. If you lift your protection, I will prove you wrong. God sat back in his throne and grinned. Very well, do as you wish, but you cannot touch him personally. He is to be left unharmed. The devil laughed out loud. This will be fun. He went out and attacked Job, took all he had and turned his wife against him. Still, Job did not walk away from God and remained true. So the devil returned. You're back? God asked. Too bad. You kind of stink up the place. Yes, well, just looking at this thing with Job. I was right, wasn't I, God scoffed. Imagine that, God of the heavens being right. Well, you're still protecting him, the devil protested. Really, after killing his entire family, save his nagging wife, taking all his property and bringing him to his knees, you feel he is still being protected too much? God shook his head. Very well. His life is yours to attack, but you cannot kill him. The devil smiled. I will prove to you he is just as vulnerable as anyone else. You are weak. I exist outside of time, remember? I already know the outcome, God shouted. The devil skulked out of the room. The attacks on Job continued. Even his so-called friends turned against him in the midst of all the devil took from him. But in the end, 
Job remained true to God and was blessed beyond anything he had experienced before. And the devil, so limited as he is, was defeated again. All of his attacks against God's people are allowed and used. He's a tool. Why does God allow them? Every case may be different, but it ultimately is to build the kingdom and the people in the kingdom. We might struggle with the knowledge that God has allowed this to take place, but we can look at the many examples and see this one understanding. The devil was not defeated by God in his attack on Job. He was defeated by a man of God. That doesn't lessen or weaken God in any way, so don't go there. But God empowers people. And since the day of Pentecost in the book of Acts, his empowering has been off the charts. We are not defeated, no more than Job was. The devil was beaten in the garden. In fact, he was beaten when he turned on God from the beginning. The only real power the enemy has is to convince people that he has control. But he doesn't. One of the greatest struggles that Christians have is to make something more of their enemy than he is. We need to grasp three extremely important facts about the devil. Number one, he is beaten. He's kind of like a lower management employee that has been fired because he was a bad manager, but he still has run of the place. He goes around creating issues with people he really has no control over that just haven't got the message that he was fired. He literally has less power than a person that was just saved this morning. A newborn Christian has more power in their faith of God than the devil has, but not until that person realizes it. Number two, he's a con man. All that he has as far as strength against the people of God is is given to him for the benefit of God's people. But every time we speak of him in a way that he's on the attack, we give him the glory he wants so much. Through this action, we empower him. In truth, I am disgusted just writing about him. We should work to make certain that he is not even brought into our thoughts or speech. Number three, he is very limited. In the scope of his overall prowess, he cannot even begin to compare with God. Jesus is not his opposite. They are not on the same playing field. The devil is weaker than we are. He is not omnipresent or omnipotent or omni-anything. And while he is the great opposition of the church, he is not personally attacking individuals within the church because he doesn't have that kind of reach. He literally can only be in one place at a time. It is true that his demons are regional and work to disturb anything going on. That is a threat to the darkness. However, if we are having a bad day, it is in all likelihood the simple fact that life can be hard. The sun rises on the evil and the good. Rain falls on the just and the unjust, which you can find in Matthew 5.45. That's a quote from Jesus. We, When we struggle, it is more often because of sin in our lives, which can act as doorways to the evil. Even when we are doing everything to grow in God's goodness, we run into issues because our light will show the sin in others, and that will naturally cause conflict between us. Life can be very difficult, even for those who are truly seeking to follow God. 
And yes, the more you do for God, the more may come against you. But years ago, there was a saying that went around Christian circles for some time. said, greater levels, greater devils. Sounds correct, right? Wrong. The more we grow with God, the greater our strength should be and the harder it should be for the demonic to pull one over on us. See, he only has so much strength. God's strength is unlimited. However, it can work the other way around. The greater we become in the kingdom, the faster and more powerful we can become against the enemy. That should be our focus in that area. If, in fact, we need to even begin to go there. Our relationship with God is meant to be here as in heaven. That is how Jesus taught us to pray. The enemy is done if we are seeking God to be here in our lives here on earth. Done. Finished. Completed, dead, finito, washed up, and unimportant. Focus all your attention on Jesus. Remove the enemy's name and existence from your vocabulary. Let this be the last you spend any time upon involving him. Thank you for listening in on our blog to podcast. If you have any questions, suggestions, or if you just need prayer, Feel free to contact us either through our Facebook account, which is Roaring Hearts Revival Ministries on Facebook, or you can contact us through our website, rhrministries.org, on the Connect link. Thanks and God bless.